0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Morrison's Tours Goes Southampton. Join me, Mr Morrison, on my journey through time to discover the history of Southampton, from Stone Age roots throughout time to what has shaped the present day city and the surrounding area. There's so much history to explore. Come along to discover your local heritage, the history that surrounds you every single day, and a story that connects us all. episode I'm focusing on a site located at Badminton Farm near Forley. Now I've been to Badminton twice. Once was to help someone drop their car off at the garage and once was to take them back there to collect it a few hours later. Little did I know at that time that I was so close to such a significant part of Southampton's ancient history. At Badminton Farm Evidence has been found to show the existence of a Bronze Age cemetery. Now, This ancient burial ground contains possibly 34 urns associated with cremation burials and some two and a half thousand shards of pottery. Now, Some of you may well be wondering why I sound so excited about pottery, and it's absolutely true that pottery is one of the most common artefacts to find at many archaeological sites. This is because it's usually more stable, durable and hardier than metals or organic finds like wood. However, pottery and the styles and methods used in its manufacture have changed a lot over the thousands of years of human history. Because different techniques have evolved over time and in different places across the world, This makes it much easier to determine a rough idea of how old the pottery is, where it was made, and sometimes, who made it. At Badminton Farm, at least three distinct groups or traditions of pottery styles have been identified. Archaeologists believe that these date from the early, mid and late Bronze Age. Now, If artefacts which are discovered at a site can be confidently proven to have been buried at the same time as a particular style of pottery, then this can really help archaeologists to determine the age of whatever the artefact might be. In the case of the Badminton site, these artefacts were cremation urns. Proving this is by no means straightforward. Archaeologists will look to subtle clues in the earth, like changes in the colour or texture of soil, or the position of things as simple as rocks. For example, if a pit has been cut for an urn to then be placed inside it, and then filled back up again, the rocks that fall into that pit should all point downward due to gravity. This can be very different to the rocks which occur naturally in the soil around the pit, archaeologists call this place where an artefact is found the context. It's fair to say that what was found at Badminston was a riddle. Various pieces of a puzzle with no photograph on the outside of the box to show what the finished picture should look like. Most of the urns are clustered in two groups with one isolated inurnment between those and a few more scattered even further away. Now these urns aren't buried in a neat arranged manner that we might expect to see in a graveyard today. There's no clear layout or distribution to these cremations. The shards of pottery that were recovered, they're incredibly fragile and though they were mostly intact before being lifted, they are incredibly difficult to handle without causing damage to them. But what does this actually mean we can interpret and learn from the site? Well, neither cluster of urns can be seen to have clearly grown from one single starting point, and both have likely grown up over time from the earliest deposits. After all, that is the nature of a cemetery. However, one thing we probably don't often visualise is what a Bronze Age cemetery might have looked like at the time. After all, we don't have any pictures to go by and what evidence we do have is generally buried in a field and covered in mud. What we can see is that different burials of urns are associated with these different types of pottery that are buried with them. As I explained earlier, This likely suggests that the cremations happened at different times. To be buried in the way they are, without urns randomly being buried on top of each other, that would suggest there's some form of marker on the surface throughout the Bronze Age to show where that burial is. While we don't have any Bronze Age gravestones that handily have inscribed on them a record of the person's name and what they did for a living, these kind of interpretations can allow us to piece together a picture of what this Bronze Age part of Southampton may have looked like for somebody strolling across that landscape 3,000 to 4,500 years ago. The different pottery traditions that are represented in the cemetery give us evidence that there was quite likely uninterrupted occupation by humans, at least in the vicinity of Badminton Farm, throughout the Bronze Age and into the early Iron Age. But what can we learn about those people? The way that the cremated remains were buried at this site gives us a snapshot of a little part of their lives. And that part is the funerary rites that they use to commemorate their friends and family. At Badminton, there are four key things that characterise the burial of these cremated remains. Firstly, the types of urns buried. They're really similar, thick, heavy duty vessels, and most of them were decorated in some way. They're also buried upside down in an inverted position, and they're clustered together in these small groups. Finally, there was no evidence at all of any settlement or any domestic activity found anywhere close to where the urns were buried. From these fragmented pieces of an impossible jigsaw, we can almost begin to form a mental image Of the people who lived and died in Southampton thousands of years ago in the Bronze Age. Imagine a group of friends and family of the deceased, all gathered together at this sacred area, this area where Badminton Farm would stand some 4,000 years later. Though tears may well have been shed, you can almost hear the songs and the prayers to honour the departed as a burial ritual which has taken place for centuries. The cremation urn is turned upside down and buried in a carefully dug pit, a large stone placed above it once it's been filled to mark that site. Arm in arm, the mourners pay their respects and set off on their journey back to their homes, where no doubt drinks will be raised and memories shared. Of course, the majority of this is guesswork and imagination, but who knows? Maybe that scene was exactly what did occur at the site at Badminton all those years ago. That's the beauty of archaeology and the connection it can provide us between us and those who came before us. I hope you enjoyed listening to the second episode of this podcast. Your support, as always, is so much appreciated and I really hope you continue to enjoy this series. The journey is only just beginning.